Real Deal Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I am Mike. How we doing? Doing good. And we're uh we're here for the after party, as I call it. Uh after the Catfish Conference 2021 in Kansas City, Missouri. Mike and I were both able to go there. And so we're just gonna talk about uh now that we've had a few days to decompress and get back to regular life. We can talk about our experience and and what we hope for the next one, things of that nature, who we met, what we saw, sights and sounds, and the things that, you know, were really cool that we really didn't think about until after it was all over. But before we get started, if you want to support the Real Deal podcast or the Palmetto Cats YouTube channel, head on over to www.shoppalmettocats.com. Get yourself some merch. The hats have been on fire lately. People have been buying the hats. Go get you one or a shirt or whatever you want. Also, you can check out uh, upcoming events like tournaments, and you can see a community calendar with a list of all the events. Well, Mike, how's it been adjusting back to real life over the past few days? Well, I got to tell you, I got back home, and the kids didn't even let me put the truck in the (laughs) park before they were walking right towards the truck. So I just Mm -hmm. had to stop it. Right there in the, I, I put it in the yard because I didn't want to block Kristen's car in case she was mm-hmm. planning on going somewhere. And uh, they gave me a hug. Lauren asked me where the stickers were, and <laughs> Leah marched right back into the house because she had done what she wanted to do by saying hi and giving me a hug. And then after that, it was almost like I didn't exist for a few minutes until I carried everything inside the house. And mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of nice because then I could get out all of the all of the snacks and goodies that i took down there for us (laughs) because uh i gotta tell y'all kevin sent me a message the first morning that he was there and he said man dude i got two sandwiches a parfait and two waters and i spent 27 dollars right there it was nuts man i was like yeah we're not going out that way i'll stop Mm -hmm. at walmart on the way down and get us some snacks i i literally spent maybe maybe a hundred and ten dollars and we didn't eat all of it and i brought it no. all back and it's definitely There's no way we could eat all of it <laughs> it was definitely yeah i kind of took like four times more than i i needed to take but i wanted <laughs> you to have options because we we had never met i i i don't know what you snack on you said a few things so i got a few things and uh mm. missed a few things so then i went overboard on a few other things and and just in uh, case y'all are wondering why is mike <laughs> buying me snacks it's not because you know he owes me snacks or or just wants to fatten me up for a roast or something uh and then i flew in from charleston yeah. so yeah. we couldn't get to a store and there's really no walmarts or drug stores within walking distance so yeah i don't know uh, where they Michael's, were but Michael's i just decided hey let's let, i'll just bring it down and, and and specifically, I'm like, what do you want to drink? Mm-hmm. And and Kevin's like, they'll have drinks there. And I'm like, you're going to be in your hotel room at some point. You're going to want something other than water. Mm-hmm. I knew that probably the hotel wasn't going to stock the fridge with water. Mm-hmm. Like when we when we went down to Mexico like ten years ago, the fridge was always stocked with bottled water. So you always had cold water because down there you're so hot. But we live in different times now. So they probably don't want to take the responsibility of knowing that someone. Well, then our our fridge actually was a microwave. Like, it heated things up. So Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm wasn't. disappointed. I didn't. I didn't give you the microwave popcorn. You had a fridge that heated <laughs> it, up. We could have had popcorn. It probably would have. I remember putting in cold <laughs> drinks, cold water, and cold Diet Mountain Dew, and then I went to go grab a few Friday morning to head over there. And I was really there was one that was in the cold spot. Oh, was there cold. was one. But the cold rest spot. of them, the rest of them were like like heated up, like they That's were warm. Sad. Not room temperature, but warm. That's so, sad. But that's, I mean, that's really, uh, other than that, you know, that was the only disappointing thing that happened all weekend, honestly. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, Kevin, obviously, I think maybe you were a little bit busier reacclimating, or, or maybe you had more on your schedule to get right back. I, I got right back into my chair at work, got my work caught up by probably 1 p.m., Monday afternoon, and then I was pretty much fine. So I wrote down some notes here, things we can talk about. Uh, I know that we ended our cat con uh, with a wonderful breakfast before I dropped you off at the mm-hmm. airport. The evening before, we skipped dinner, and some people went to dinner, and, but we skipped that so that way we could podcast with Spencer Bauer, River Certified, and then he. Mm-hmm agreed to to return the favor and be on our podcast which if anybody missed that it, it was live not just to viewers only mm-hmm. and i was listening to it members on, yeah it was live yeah yeah, yeah yeah not just the members yep yep the boom mm-hmm. squad and uh i was listening to it on spotify to, last night and today and and kristen's like are you listening to yourself i'm like well i felt like a dork you know so i just wanted to make <laughs> sure that things went a little bit better than i had worried about. And that's when I realized that we were talking a lot about what's going on with him, which was awesome. And in his podcast, we talked a lot about how we had met, what was going on, how we decided to do a podcast, history of the Palmetto Cats channel, a little bit about uh, me and, and trying to be a father and still fish as much as possible and yada, yada, yada. And then I realized that we kind of glazed over some of the finer details of the CatCon. And uh, right now, uh, our, our friends are, are talking about it a lot. And a lot of them don't weren't there. So they don't know all of the really, really cool details. And so I figured, why not type down a few notes? We'll, we'll get this started. We'll bounce it off of each other. And, and uh, so here, let's... Let's start with uh, who we met. So at the CatCon, people who are YouTubers, content providers, mm-hmm. uh, we saw Chris and Telly hit hooks and hammocks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, I met Kevin right out of the gate. I met Bob from Fins and Fines. Yep. He, he pointed out where Kevin was and... Soon thereafter, uh, like Ryan Bortz, I met Steve Douglas, the mm-hmm. catfish dude, mm-hmm. and it was so awesome. I, I'll, I'll stick this in as we go. Let's let's stick our our impressions of, of all these of all of our friends as we go. Meeting Steve, I got to tell you, it was a little surreal because I was just like, "Holy cow!" There's the catfish <laughs> dude, mm-hmm. and. And he's right next to Kevin and they're, they're talking about getting the internet and this and that and everything and trying to deal with the issues. So that way it'll be good to go the next day. 
and uh, Kevin in introduces me to Steve, and Steve, without even saying hello first, he says, you're going to have to forgive me. He's like, you are a lot taller than I expected yeah. you to be. <laughs> so uh, mm. Kevin, with his with his sharp wit and, and a tremendous humor, <laughs> was just like, what, you think he's going to be short like Chris Flores, man? And he's like, he's like yeah, I did. No, so basically I basically said, what, not all Mexicans are short. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and I towered above both these guys, and I and, and I'll and I'll be honest, Kevin was shorter than I thought he would be. I thought Kevin mm-hmm. would be two inches taller, and what? and it's not a bad thing. It's just it. I felt really tall until Ryan Bortz walked in, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, "What's up, RB?" And uh, <laughs> he he's got me by four or five inches, solid, mm-hmm. and and he's like a big lumberjack dude. Uh, I told him, I said, Hey man, we're not all six, five and cut out of granite. And he's like, Oh, we ain't granite no more. And that guy (laughs) is so funny. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's that, you know, the camera's on and he feels, you know, like he, you know, he's just focusing on the fishing and focusing on the chat and, you know, doing what we all do. But that guy was just absolutely hilarious i i think he was the funniest person that i met there and i always try to be the funniest one in the room um who else did we meet um cecil slinging baits he came through the cat con mm-hmm. on saturday he brought his family yeah with his family mm-hmm. and what a humble dude i mean mm-hmm. i showered him with praise and mm-hmm. i saw him over there i was like hey i know you and, mm-hmm. and he's like you know me and because he didn't know me and i was like yeah man you're slinging baits and uh and and of course as soon as i said it i'm like oh no i've forgotten his name because i'm horrible with names and if someone says (laughs) hey i'm cecil i say hey i'm mike i don't remember that his name is cecil anymore so Mm -hmm. but it was so cool to meet him and uh Mm-hmm. To to give him that true praise that he deserves because that's the next Steve awesome. Douglas right there, man. Oh yeah, he's on his way. Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah, he's, he puts out some awesome videos, and his his sub count is like, I mean, every day like 50, 60 subscribers every day. He's that's awesome. Yeah, I don't see him stopping anytime soon. Yeah, he really connects with his audience. Yeah, he, I mean, he just he he. Uh, I've heard other people say, "Hey, man, you ever heard of slinging baits?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, Kevin just told me. He's like, dude, you ever heard of slinging baits? So amazing. Definitely mm-hmm. check him out if you haven't. Yes, sir. Already. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, uh, I saw Jim from Blue Line Adventure. Yep. Jim from Blue Line Adventure was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, he used me for my knowledge. He used me as a reference. <laughs> no, for the and rods. my mind just kicked right in. He's like, hey, Mike, what do you think of this rod compared to that rod? And I'm just, you know, doot. You know, like the little mm-hmm. robot that I am. Let me com- let me compute that right now. <laughs> and then it it was slow at the fisherman swap meet. I mean, mm-hmm. beyond slow. So I'm like, hey, there's nobody here. Let's go look at your rods. He's like, you'll go with me. I'm like, yeah, because I didn't want to leave my post mm-hmm. and and leave Steve hanging. I mean, that's why I was there. Mm-hmm. You know, was to was to man the post. Uh, but I literally left only for uh, bathroom breaks, uh, quick bathroom breaks. And then uh, 
I left during the last couple minutes because, you know, during the last 30 minutes, nobody's going to show up to try to sell something real fast. Mm -hmm. So I went over there with him and you talk about such a nice and appreciative guy. That's what I that's what I felt with all the people that we met. Not only were they nice, but they truly appreciated sharing time with you and they truly mm -hmm. appreciate the relationship. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was an amazing, positive vibe, amazing feel. And I know that there's not everybody in the catfishing community on YouTube is positive. No matter what they right. say, they're not. <clears throat> Some of them just are not. But these people were amazing. I mean, I saw Telly, and and I'll say it on here, even though I, I had just said it separately to Telly and to Anna. I was talking with Lauren, and she's like, who are you going to see there? And I mentioned who I knew I was going to mm -hmm. see there. And Lauren is like, oh, my God gosh she's like you're gonna have to let me know if they're even more beautiful in person than they are <laughs> on the screen and that's that also has to go with the fact that lauren's five and she's looking for that positive feedback and she wants that acceptance herself mm -hmm. but she looks at these examples all the time mm -hmm. and uh so uh, i i did have that discussion with anna and with telly about that, Good. what Lauren said, and they were both like, "Oh, bless her little heart. She's so nice." And and uh, so that was we totally had the cool. the fishing chick was there, Lisa. Oh my gosh, she is a hoot. She is a riot, mm -hmm. and everybody. She would be like, "Okay, y'all, we're doing this," and I'm like, "Nah." I would just say no, just to just to make her stop in her tracks and be like, who do you mm -hmm. think you are? I'm the fishing. You're listening to the fishing <laughs> chick and we're going to do that. And I'm like, isn't it so much more fun when I say no first? And she just kept running herself right into that. Like, we're going to do this. Then we're going to do that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. And, mm -hmm. uh, oh my gosh, she was so much fun. And, mm -hmm. And she she was fearless too. She was walking mm -hmm. all over the place. Well, I'm, we're going to do this right now. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you go first, you know. And uh, well, we can't forget um, fishing, can't forget. fishing of freedom, fishing of freedom, yeah, mm -hmm. and, and uh, uh, epic catfish and Sean, oh, yeah. yeah, epic and epic and my hero. That was it was so cool because we meet them and. They're exactly what you expect, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, genuine, just exactly what you expect. Mm -hmm. And you could just see that they wanted a hug, you know? <laughs> and and when you have a friend and, and you know that they want a hug and you can just see it on their face, I mean, how does that not make you smile? <laughs> you know, how does that not make you feel good as a person to know that, that you have that bond, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it was so awesome. And, uh, uh, a few people that we talked to described themselves as being introverts and that they were not comfortable being around that many people being, you know, that much, that much lights and everything that, you know, I'd just rather be at home. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, I'd probably rather be at home too, but I can't miss this. I was like, I have to be here. And, and I, and I want to be here to meet, mm -hmm. meet my friends and to see some stuff and certainly to get some gear. And, uh, so, but then you could see that when you're just sitting there talking with them, you know, they're totally fine. They're totally mm -hmm. 
chilled out. Yeah, I'd say no one, no one we met um, this weekend wasn't genuine. Yeah, like you said, everyone that we met was just who they appeared to be, and I that's that's really um, what's the word refreshing. Very because you you know. Coming from personal experience, people have often wondered, you know, if I'm genuine or if I'm the same person I am. And I know I am, but then you you think that, you know, well, I wonder if other people are. And then they show up and they start talking to you and it feels like you've already known them because they're exactly the same person they are on their channel, which is awesome that at least these individuals that showed up are exactly who they appear to be. Exactly. Exactly you know, how I uh, felt. And and beyond that, too, just to add to it, I can say that I was I was starting to feel the burnout of YouTube before we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I would be the one to go into the lives and I wouldn't chat a whole lot until there was just mm-hmm. something I felt I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And then people would be like, oh, I didn't even know you were here. I was like, I've been here since the second you went live. I just. Mm-hmm been hanging out you know and and uh it was uh it was very re-energizing to feel that positive vibe because there's there is a lot of negativity out there and there's lots of people that support the negativity and and i'm not saying that that you know right is right and wrong is wrong there's there's some middle ground in some of that stuff, but I, I don't want any of that. You know, I just, I, I, I want to be able to enjoy it and, mm-hmm. and everybody who's there. And, and we had that over the weekend. I look forward to experiencing that in Kentucky. I look forward to experiencing that wherever CatCon may go. And, and and specifically some of our positive experiences we didn't talk about on either of the other two podcasts. Uh, one of which I I felt uh, one of the true highlights was when we're all walking to dinner. Mm-hmm. We we go out we go out of the the hotel mm-hmm. and, and and everybody there was seventeen of us. Yeah, it's Friday night walking around looking for a place to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. And we're walking down the street and I'm like, man, we should be like, like just sliding around and throwing our arms around like West side story, you know? And I, and I, and of course that just clicked in my head because I saw they were redoing that. And I'm like, how can you redo West side story? And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, maybe. And, And I didn't do, I didn't start dancing around and sliding around like that. Because well, I knew at least I knew there's no video. Did, nobody else would do it. There's no video of you doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One no, of the highlights no. for me was, um, you know, the swap shop. We had a few people bring stuff in, but I think, uh, you know, some of the people that brought stuff in just way, way overpriced it. Like, yeah, they you did. know, dollars below brand new, which you can't do. I mean, at a swap shop, it's got to be like you're getting a deal. Yeah, like 40, and, 50% under retail. Yeah. So it's like huge. I have I have you a know. couple reels that I'm gonna bring that you know they need some repair, but I'm they're gonna go for like almost nothing. But um, 
you know, you brought some rods and our friend Jason brought some rods and some reels and stuff. And, and, uh, you know, you said you didn't care to get money for them. You know, if you sold them cool, but if not, no big deal. And Jason felt the same way, but then you ended up giving them to kids, which I thought was really cool. And, um, you know, I think there's what, three sets of kids, two or three sets of kids that y'all gave stuff to. And one of them was even Cecil's kids, Slinging Bait's yeah. kids. So, you know, that I think that along with, I'm sure that everybody recognizing him made him feel welcome. Um, but, you know, there can also be like some jealousy or, or just starstruck people. Just, you know, they don't really care about him. But the fact that y'all gave his kids rods and, and, invested in them like that i'm sure that made him feel really good um and of course the the girls probably felt good about it too i I thought that was a really good highlight something unexpected that uh you know we didn't think would happen and uh, so it's 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 inspired me to put a bunch of stuff in a box and you know if it doesn't sell then you know i mean a kid won't want to a uh, reel that needs repair, <laughs> but one of the reels is an Abu Garcia, so I know somebody will want it. But uh, you know, other stuff, you know, tackle that I don't use, or or little things, you know, we can give away to kids and stuff. So, you know, that's an unintended benefit. I know that's not what the swap shot was designed to do. Yeah, and and not everybody chose to do that, which is totally fine. But the fact that it was done was really cool and that's in no no way to pressure anybody else bringing stuff to do that you know yeah. obviously if you paid good money for something like a guy brought a net that was a 200 dollars net obviously you know you need to get something back for that um you know but uh you know if you're in a position to where you have 30 rods and you know you just want this thing out of your house why not give it to a kid so I thought that was a cool highlight. Absolutely. The uh and the swap shop, for those of you who don't know, it's it's a way that you can bring uh you can bring five items used or new that you don't want that are still in good shape or valuable anyway, and you can sell them in the in the swap shop. Yep. Sell trade was the was the concept and what I had told Kristen before I left was that I, I wanted to get something that wasn't overwhelmingly big because one, I didn't, I thought I was going to have to carry it a block and a half from the hotel to the, <laughs> to the swap shop. And then also too, if it's small enough, a kid can handle it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times parents, have their kids and maybe they can get them one thing a piece. Maybe they can't, maybe they're just going there to entertain them for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And you know, that kid walks around looking at all this fishing gear and they can't ever get it. They can't ever buy it. They don't have that money. They're, they're young. They don't have mm-hmm. jobs yet. They're young. And I just remembered growing up looking into catalogs and cutting out pictures and, and uh, gluing them to a piece of cardboard or uh, construction paper. And, you know, that that was how I dreamt in the beginning. And now I got money. I can buy whatever I want. And I buy too much now. And <laughs> why not, you know, give it to a kid and try to inspire that kid to, mm-hmm. 
pursue fishing instead of going and getting in a bunch of trouble. Have you taken advantage of any uh, Black Friday specials yet? uh, Kristen's still awake, so I will not answer that question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Two or three items, four? No, that's that's, uh, separate purchases uh, (laughs) with multiple items. I did get me another... I got me another PC fun reel. I have uh, maybe three more carts going already. Uh, what what I will say about that is, uh, and we can cover this very quickly. Um, <laughs> some of the vendors that showed up are now doing Black Friday specials. Some mm-hmm. of the vendors that did not show up are are doing Black Friday specials and have been doing Black Friday specials. Um, definitely, if y'all are looking for some stuff, give. Tackle Bandit a look. Mm. They are doing featured items every day this week, as well as a a blanket 20% off everything in the shop. What and I think there's some exceptions to that, like some of their promotional uh like their big uh mystery catfishing packages or something. It's not Mm. you can't take 20 extra percent off that because they've already got it marked down 20 or more percent to begin. So tomorrow is all peg floats are 30 percent off. Yeah, and they have some gorgeous bags of peg floats. They have peg floats. Yeah, they are gorgeous colors <laughs> and nice packages and very amazing prices. But now Thursday, you can take 20 extra percent off. On Thursday, they have Akuma Reels. Akuma at Reels, off. yeah. Yeah, Akuma Reels. Uh, uh, Elston and I were looking at that because he too has a real uh, love for the Akuma Avenger Reels. So we were comparing some of the weights of the bait runners versus the non-bait runners and then the prices versus the other prices. And um, I actually I actually feel kind of bad because I had purchased a rod from them and I could get it cheaper now than I could Saturday. <laughs> but Saturday, I'm thinking, hey, it's right here, so no mm-hmm. shipping. And even paying the shipping when you shipping. get a good deal shipping mm-hmm. you eat it and and you're still ahead so mm-hmm. definitely worth a look you know if y'all are in the market for something no pressure um uh, no pressure there uh i know that uh mad cats just put out uh like a 15 percent code and uh who else has got stuff going on pc fun mm-hmm. has uh codes going on that's uh cat 20 Correct. They have a they have a twenty five percent off Black Friday sale, like on Black Friday. Oh, but then I have a code Cat twenty that goes until January first. Oh, I thought I think, it was December first. Jan- December first, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so through Cyber Monday, mm-hmm. yeah. through through Cyber Monday, and uh, mm-hmm. that being said, again, you know, another way to support the channel and everything that it provides. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you have to remember something, and I'm not trying to put pressure on you as a consumer. If you wait until Friday, some stuff could be sold out. Mm -hmm. So if you try to wait for that extra 5%, you might just be out. You might just miss out. And, uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, there's some great deals out there. Uh, There was something that some people were complaining about, and I audibly heard them complaining there was that they they were looking for some mega deal because they had bought a ticket to get in there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, these prices aren't 
that much better than if I'd have just bought it online. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not paying shipping. It's right here. You can get your hands mm-hmm. on all of it. You can look at all these like Hamilton's Hamilton, <laughs> bait, Hamilton and tackle, bait and tackle was, from Ohio. Never heard of them before the week before this was going on. And such nice people. I, uh, I sent, I sent Nate at Tackle Bandit an email complimenting his staff because first thing, they don't know me. And mm-hmm. at the end of Thursday, we're trying to help everybody get set up so that way we can get out of there and go eat dinner. Mm-hmm. So all of us walk over there and we're like, Nate, what do you need us to do? There's six of us standing right here. You've got 12 hands. Let's help you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And we all giddy up and go. And uh, then... The next day, there's like seven minutes to the end of the day. And I'm like, Kevin, I'm going to go over to Tackle Bandit and, you know, get a get a last-minute purchase. And, and I'm still laughing because Kevin's like, oh, you're that guy who shows up real late. Go <laughs> keep him out of time. And, and I'm like, yeah, that's me. And uh, so I went over there. And everybody's so tired. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I even put in an email. I couldn't even say the right words. I'm like, I need a cast net. Uh, and, and and they're like, okay, what kind are you looking for? Well, you want the big monsters over here? You want the small, you know? So they helped me get through mm-hmm. it. And then I realized, man, I'm tired and I must be hungry because I can't even fit my words right in, in here, you know? And so uh, it was great. They were extremely helpful. So kind, so welcoming. And, and that's saying something at the end of day two of some really long days. And Nate, man, like Nate is probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just jovial and happy. I mean, he, he spent a lot of money on gas, two vehicles, pulling two trailers, two vehicles, two two full trailers. Yep. To the cat con, his tack up, his setup was like insane. I yeah. mean, it was that the was biggest amazing. setup at the whole conference, a whole store, Any, anything catfishing you wanted. You could, he could have been the only one there and you would have felt yep. like you walked out with some, you could have got everything you needed. Yep. Um, even bait, he even had dip baits there. So yep. Nate and, right. and his staff, you know, was, was awesome. Um, and to the people that walked by and complained that Whisker Seeker wasn't there and Nate had some stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm so like, thankful that I didn't hear. I'm so thankful that I didn't hear the complaining because, you know, those are the people that don't realize what kind of a deal they're getting. You know, you're coming. You should be coming number one just to see all the different options. You can do that online, but it'll take you so much longer to rifle through, to look at all that stuff. Can you pick up a whisker seeker rod online and wiggle it and and no do other things with it <laughs> uh no you can't can you go to rip and lips and see the difference between a supercat legacy and a supercat hd no you can't can you see the uh 100th anniversary abu garcia gold reel plated in gold for 999 dollars and actually pick it up and hold it you'll never get to do that again no you can't so you get to go to this thing and you get to not only meet some awesome people if you take the time to do that, um, but then you you do get a deal. Um, you get free shipping on everything, and that's why you go to these things. Now, 
I can see if uh, somebody made a comment on my Facebook. They're like, I don't go to those things because it's like driving eight hours to go to Walmart just to realize I can't afford something. And to those people, I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know, you drive eight hours. You know, that is a little bit long to go and not get anything. But, uh, you know, if you're if you're not new to the industry, then you know how much a Hellcat rod costs. I mean, before you get there. So if you're Ooh, going looks, to looks like we're going to get a visit from my youngest daughter. That's okay. If you go to get a Hellcat and you don't know how much it costs, then um, then you shouldn't be surprised when you get there. But anyway, you know, I, I really enjoyed meeting everybody, and I thought the overall conference was super positive. Uh, positive vibes from the vendors. All the vendors seem to be happy. I don't think anybody got rich, um, but they all no, made money. Not. They yeah. all made money. And uh, just like, you know, any 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 conference, that first, that first day is going to be a little weak at the beginning. On a Friday, people are still at work. Um, but uh, but then in the evening, it started to pick up. And Saturday was really busy. Um, and you really couldn't see it with the pictures that were being taken because most of the pictures that I put, all the pictures that I posted, I took. And that was at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day. So there wasn't did, really did many Did you post a there. picture of the back of my head? No, I didn't. I, I bet you did. <laughs> I didn't. So, um, anyway, um, anyway, the seminars yeah, was, were great. It was cool. Mm-hmm. That was way cool. I felt bad I missed the seminars, but you know, you got them online, and mm-hmm. people left the seminars and came and told me about them. So mm-hmm. that was, you could tell that the knowledge they were given, they were excited about it. Uh, I'd have to say that you know. Whenever you whenever you watch seminars like that, you definitely encounter, uh, you know, people you may like more than others. But then <laughs> somebody impresses you and you're like, oh, wow. You know, um, I can't remember who it was. If it was Brad Durick or somebody else, uh, they said, hey, you ever go fish? where you think the fish aren't (laughs) and everybody's like no i fish where i think the fish are Mm -hmm. he's like okay but think about it he's like if you think that the fish aren't in the fast current go Mm -hmm. fish it for 15 or 20 minutes and if they really aren't there then you've just eliminated Mm -hmm. half of the water so now you can focus on what you really, where you really think that they may be, mm-hmm. since you know they're not there. Mm-hmm. He's like, but if you if you do it the other way, uh, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, that's a great idea. It was something mm-hmm. I never thought I would hear somebody say. Go fish where you don't think they are. He also did a lot of <laughs> talking about structure and how structure in the water changes the current flow and and how you can tell where the current's been going by the different uh markings on maps topographical maps and and uh like google earth maps and he, so he had this he had this slide up <laughs> that was really cool he he talks about it and he show he points you know to look look you can see there where the currents dug out this thing here and he asked the the audience which was quite large he goes, uh, anybody know what river that is? 
And people were looking. They're like, eh, I, I, I don't really know. Uh, I figured it'd be the know. Missouri since we're right by the Missouri. So he's like, nobody, nobody knows. He said, that's in my, my brother-in-law's backyard. Uh, somebody had spilt some water and it, it went in the dirt and it just looked cool. So I took a picture of it. <laughs> I was like, you sneaky sneakerton. Yep. And, uh, and then, so then he showed another one and people were like, yeah, it's probably not a river, whatever. And, uh, he goes, anybody know what this river is? And nobody was falling for it. He goes, that's my driveway after it rained the other day. I just straddled it and took a picture. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. It was funny, but it was interesting because you don't have to see, you don't have to get an overhead view of the river to understand how a river works. And that was his point. It's like, you know, you can see this stuff. It's physics. It's, I mean, it's natural. Yep. You can see it everywhere. And I, even though he didn't really go that deep into it, I could see where he was going with it. He's like, you know, set up some similar things like you see in your river and see how the water affects it. And then you probably know what's at the bottom of that tree sticking out. You know, if it's anything like this, you probably know. Now, there are some different variables. You know, this current may speed up. You might get a heavy rain, change things. But overall, things are pretty much the, the same. Who who did Reservoir Tactics? Do you remember that gentleman's name? Chris Jones. That was mm -hmm. very helpful to me. Mm -hmm. And I have some ideas now because of what he said. So when when that weather happens or if we get this kind of rain, then I'm like, okay, I can try this area that I know of. I can try that area what I know of. So that was that was really, really helpful. Now, I was also given a seminar by myself. I was the sole <laughs> member of the audience. Gentleman came up and said, Mike, you don't know me, but I've seen you on YouTube. Now, oddly for me, that happened to me like seven times in those <laughs> two days. And I can see now where, you know, some people could can, you know, just go with the flow nice and easily because it didn't really throw me off too much. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. You know, and it's like, well, you know, who are you? How are you doing? You know, well. <laughs> The gentleman came up to me and he, and he said that just like all the other ones, Mike, you don't know me, but I've seen you on YouTube. And, and he introduced himself, introduced his wife, started talking to me and he's, he's from central Iowa. And he starts talking about how whenever Spencer Bauer fishes anywhere, he can tell exactly where it's at. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not that good. And I don't know all these places. And, and uh, then he started talking about the history of flathead fishing because he's been flathead fishing his whole life in central mm -hmm. Iowa, talking about different areas, talking about what to do when this happens, what could, what to do when that happens. And he specifically spoke of the history of Big Creek Lake, which is the lake that I currently am enjoying the most. And uh, so he's like, well, you know, this happened, that happened. They took these old creeks and then they got, you know, they were ready. They turned it into a lake and, mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow. And 
He's like, yeah, if you know the history, maybe you can fish it a little bit better. So I'm just sitting there eating all this up. And, and I couldn't believe it that that he actually stopped to introduce himself and then gave me this mm -hmm. history lesson. And, and and we talked about some of the big ones that got away. Now, I know that's another show, mm -hmm. but this guy's like, well, if it did that, here's my best guess on what it was. And it was not what I thought. He no. So this was fascinating to meet this gentleman and his wife's on Facebook. He's like, Hey, you know, uh, connect with us on Facebook and mm -hmm. you know, we can chat a little bit more or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the dude is like a, a total historian. So it was a seminar in its own. Now, the first time that he talked to me, I swore it was, maybe over an hour and a half and nobody was mm -hmm. at the swap shop except for the guy that was trying to sell the net for too much money. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I was fine to, to talk with him. And, uh, then I didn't realize time went by that fast. So then he goes off and he gets a net. Well, then before the end of the day, he comes back by, gives me another 30, 35 minutes of, of just pure history and knowledge of, the reservoir and and some of the other rivers around here so i'm just blown away by this knowledge mm -hmm. and that's when i thought i just got my own seminar i missed all these seminars what the heck did i miss you know <laughs> so then i'm just thirsting for this so i i, I listened to them and, and watched as much as i could uh while i was catching up at work and those are some amazing speakers. They did so well, well-spoken, powerful presence. Obviously, they're, they have tremendous amount of knowledge. And yet, I, I really felt there was a humility in what they, were, what they were presenting, how they were presenting it, because they know that they're never always right. You know, they know that sometimes they're wrong, and, and they also know how long it takes to learn this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So if y'all are considering going to a future CatCon, the seminars alone is probably worth 10 times your ticket expense. Then you can ask questions. You can pick up. Yeah. Yeah. And you can ask questions. So I was, there was the, um, so another one I liked is the electronic seminar by Russell Marine. Josh and Justin did a really good job. And those guys always do a great job, but, um, you know, they, I think the best part about it was people asking questions like they have units and they're wanting to upgrade and asking about transducers doing feedback and everything. So those are questions like, you know, yeah, you can call them up or email them, but you know, you can follow up a lot quicker, you know, mm -hmm. and get a, a little more information at the conference. Yeah, yeah. Epic catfish did a really good job. He was all over the place and, and he didn't uh, hook you? Looked like he had like seven or eight Red Bulls. You know, he was just energetic and fun. And I know everybody, everybody enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, he he did two, actually. He did one on Friday and Saturday. And both of them were a little different. But yep. he talked about the dynamics of big fish, how big fish think, and and, you know, talked about the – the flathead and how ancient it is, which I thought that was, you know, that was really cool how uh, it doesn't act like other fish. And 
And mm-hmm. more than one, more than one um, speaker talked about how catfish know you're there. Like they know that you're there, regardless um, if you if if they move or not. They know you're there, which I thought was really interesting. Now they're not smart enough to know what you're doing there. <laughs> they just know that you're there and you're not normally there. So I thought that was cool. Um, there was an insurance seminar on boat insurance, which I thought would go a lot better. Now the second day they had more people there, but, uh, wasn't a lot of people that were interested in boat insurance <laughs> or how, what kind you need, um, which, you know, there could be a lot of bank anglers there, you know, people without boats in general. I um, thought that he was, he one of the first ones out of the gate. Yeah. He was the second one that presented. So. Brad had a bunch of people there. Now, Brad is well-known in the community, and so I think maybe that kind of brought some more people there uh, to begin with. And then Dave Swearinger came up talking about boat insurance, and it's kind of like, uh, well, you know, I, he's going tomorrow. I'll come tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, but and you I never know, there. too. People walk in the door, and they think, hey, everybody's got supply chain issues. I better go around and try to – buy up as much stuff as i Could can be. while it's still here you know and good i be. uh yeah spencer spencer was really good too he talked about um i mean kayak angling i mean we've heard we've heard him you know people that watch his channel kind of know you know what he's gonna say what he's what he does but it was interesting to hear the questions that were asked even from the live stream People, yep. people were asking questions. Excuse me. Um, I fished with him on the boat like four or five times. Mm-hmm. We we did the podcast. He came up and talked with me um, a couple times during the conference. I mean, I, I've text messaged him back and forth. We talked on the phone. And every time that he presents something, there's always more added to it. Mm-hmm. And I intentionally rewatched his speech from the 2019 CatCon, mm-hmm. and again, I think that there that the the content was so very different. So that was I I thought it was awesome, and I would have to say that I you know having watched all of his videos, I'd have to say that I thought I knew what I was going to hear, and I did. I got different stuff, and it was it was really cool. I really like how he focused on how he feels that fishing out of the kayak is just so much more fun. And I am a really big dude and I can't swim. I got no business on a kayak, so I'm not going to get on a kayak, (laughs) but I could see what he means by, by what, you know, how you see him fighting the fish and positioning himself in the videos and, (laughs) and you know, the, the sheer power uh, of those big flatheads and, and, and other big catfish that he catches in the kayak. It's got to be a blast. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm sure. I, I have, I've been watching more of kayak catfish because of that. And because of you telling me, you know, take a look, man. And, and I'm like, and I, and I had always been a subscriber. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm thinking to myself, I'm never going to be in that kayak. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to focus on it a lot, but I, I, I tried to refocus on the man and mm-hmm. and and the fishing experience and the fishing fun and that's mm-hmm. what spencer talked about the fun 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's what keeps me watching, even if it's not my thing, mm-hmm. you know. And so that was really cool. I uh, and the positivity. I, I mean, it. it's there's so many, um, you know, there's so many people copying everybody and doing what other people are doing, and uh, it's hard to see original ideas anymore. Um, yeah. So at least it's fun. And like you said, it's entertaining. And, uh, you know, I think these guys and, and the guys you're just talking about, you know, have a lot to teach people. And I think it, it gets it gets to the point to where some of us who watch all the time, you mm-hmm. know, we, we've we learned pretty much we know what they're going to say. You know, when people ask in the comment, hey, what line do you use? Oh, we already know that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know what he's going to say. Yeah. Um, you know what what rig are you using? I already know that. I already know this. I already know that. Yeah. But it's because we've watched them and we and we've learned. And some of those ideas you can transfer into your way of fishing. Um, for instance, you know, uh, bank fishing. Um, you know, I I don't bank fish too much, but I can take what I've learned from the bank, from seeing people on the bank, and apply it to the boat. Vice versa. <clears throat> You know, on the kayak, there's things like uh, the what I like about the kayak fishing guys is they have to find ways to do everything that a guy on a boat has to do, but smaller and more compact and lighter. And who doesn't want, you know, a a more minimalistic approach to gear as far as as far as room? Not having it, I mean, obviously we love gear, but like when I'm going fishing, what can I get out of my way? What can I get by with uh, yeah. not tripping over or having to carry from the car to the bank, you know, like you do? Exactly. So and I think, I think and, and we, we can learn a lot Ooh. there. And, and it's very helpful because I don't need to be carrying six pounds of sinkers if I only get to fish for 90 minutes. The chances of me snagging up and breaking off that much and being able to re-rig in that short of time, I probably should only carry like five sinkers. Because if I break off five times, I'm probably out of time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so save yourself, save yourself, minimalize, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that's definitely uh that's that's the cool thing. We are still learning, we're constantly mm-hmm. learning. It's not just about seminars. We're still learning in the videos. We're still learning in the chats. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like I said, you know, I was feeling burnt out two months ago. I was feeling burnt out. I, I really was. And I'm not, I'm not a content creator like mm-hmm. some of you are. And, and I was still feeling it. And I'm just like, man, how do these guys keep going? And 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 then I thought that, you know. I was like, well, what's really wrong with me then? I was like, I just need something a little different. And here we are on a podcast, something a little bit different. And, and a little I'm recharge. loving it now. Yeah. I'm loving that so, uh, So let's shift gears. Um, yep. And let's talk about, you know, there's another one of these coming up in February. Yep. And uh, there's going to be more vendors. I already know, like, several of the rod vendors that weren't there will be at February. Like, Louisville catcon is the og like that's the one that got everybody excited from the beginning you know the first one like they were sold out of stuff 
before the CatCon even started. You know, it was held in the boat dealership. And then they went up from that, and they had a few more vendors, and then more and more. And then CatCon 2020 was like, blew it out of the water. Now, I heard a lot of people got sick <laughs> when they came back. Uh, I think even Steve and Hervey, I think they had they got COVID from, from that um, CatCon 2020. But, uh, but, you know, that was the last little taste. And so now, you know, you have a new show. And the new show was great. I mean, the, the one in Missouri is fantastic. It was the last day of rifle season for hunting. It was a new location. Uh, some vendors didn't have stock, so they couldn't be there. Um, other vendors probably didn't believe in it, so they didn't come. Uh, people, we didn't really know if there was a market for it. Now we know that there is a huge market for it. So CatCon Kansas City will happen again. But now we're looking at Louisville, and Louisville, I think, is going to blow it out the water. I think it's going to be so packed. People have gotten a little taste with the pictures and the videos. Everybody's talking so positive about it. Um, I know Muddy River Rods will be there. I know Catch the Fever will be there. Um, a lot of the same, I, I heard every vendor that I talked to said that they would be there that were there this past weekend. So I can't imagine how I, I just my brain can't fathom how big that show is going to be. And the people that it's going to draw are just going to be out of this world. Um, I expect big crowds. I expect stuff to be flying out the doors. I mean, I, I don't know. You might want to get there early <laughs> if you're planning on going to, to Lou. I think the swap shop is going to be bigger. I think uh, the more we can promote that. And then the Golden Whiskers are going to be live from CatCon, which is, you know, I was thinking I need to call Steve because that really needs to be in the evening, doesn't it? Uh, I was wondering, I was wondering if you were going to do that like after the doors close or if you're going to do it while everything's still going on. Hmm. but that's you what got time to decide you know yeah we gotta we gotta get steve in on that i think and i overthink everything so no uh, i know. think it needs to maybe if catcon goes till six o'clock then we can keep the doors open an extra hour and just do the 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 golden whiskers awards like uh on that friday like, like the last seminar of that day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i mean you could you could have like a ruckus crowd and have like mm -hmm. a, a real party like an after party with it mm -hmm. i mean it could it could be like super fun you know i mean we could, it, it could, we could cater it fun. yeah we could cater it heck you even know, if I we just had a popcorn machine i'm gonna have yeah. fun you know <laughs> um i mean whether it's like a i don't know uh, the whole Golden Whisker Awards thing, and, and I didn't get to spit this out. I don't think, uh, or maybe I did on Spencer's podcast. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, mm -hmm. I just thought that you know that year, like the Oscars just sucked. So <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, I, I think that my 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 people that I follow on YouTube are better than this. And then I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. And then I thought to myself, who's who could do that? I was like, because I know I can't do it. So, but anyway, 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well, I, think I don't did think talk we need about any, that. Yeah. I don't think we need any more uh, Golden Whiskers categories. I actually thought about getting rid of a few uh, that were just kind of, you know, oh, I've got ideas for some new ones. Yeah, well, uh, you know that uh, the the community has to support it. Yeah. And so hopefully we'll get those. Uh, I've been thinking about fundraising opportunities, or I don't know if I should fundraise for it, or I should just let what happened last year and people just donate during the show. But we'll see. Uh, I was thinking about what do you think about this having people sponsor an award, um, like twenty five dollars. You know, you sponsor the award. And that'll, you know, the Blue Cat Award sponsored by Marillo Family Fishing. You know, and that like would that. be enough to cover the award and shipping the award. Yeah. The, the yeah. medal. Yeah. Yeah. I think Something that like would that. be, I think that could be cool. I don't know how much yeah. it would cost. I'd have to, I'd have to, you know, yeah, see how we'd have to just put it, you know, try to try to figure <clears throat> it a, out. Make a budget and then split it up between the awards. Yeah. Um, but I thought that I can, would be cool. I can see a spreadsheet with some conditional formatting and maybe some color. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think some of the awards probably could go away because we were we were just trying to have fun with it the first year. Yeah. Um, but I think I think maybe just because they were in the first one, they need to stay. I have actually added new categories this year. Yeah, so there's a few new ones on there, but we're gonna have a, a whole show, a Palmetto Cat show. Maybe you can come up and talk about it with me, and we're gonna talk about. I got some cool shows coming up. I got, uh, I think next weekend I'm talking about the Master Angler Tournament Series that's gonna be happening next year, and then we'll have one about the Golden Whiskers exclusively, talking about how people nominate, how to vote, um, because I think. You know, that was missing last year, or I didn't have enough of a following last year for people to really pay attention to it. And so we only had about 200 votes last year, which seems like a lot. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, with uh, I think I got like 7,000 subscribers, a little more than that, you know, it should be a lot more votes. Um, well, you'd hope fans. so. Yeah, you'd hope so. So uh, that's why I created the Golden Whiskers Facebook page so that, you know, there's there's at least, I think there's 700 people on that Facebook page. So hopefully, you know, even if 700 people vote, that'd be uh, a big thing. And, you know, just like anything new, you know, people were either didn't know about it or they were skeptical about how it would go and didn't really want to, you know, get their hands in. You know, and then now everybody wants a little piece of it. Yeah. You know, every everybody I've gotten some crazy offers and just silly stuff too, and uh offers to help. And I'm like, look, it, you know, I appreciate everything, but you know, Mike Mike and me and LG Bass kind of came up with this idea. <laughs> and, you know, we're we're gonna take it to the next level this year at, at CatCon and you know, we'll kind of handle it from there. Um but yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. I I think a lot of my worries about logistics kind of got worked out with this live streaming and seminar thing. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but they had the lapel mic for the live audience, the in-person audience, I mean. And then I had bought some Rode 
microphones and they had the live mic too. So even though the internet was a little spotty, when you had sound, it was phenomenal sound um, for the seminars on the live stream. But uh, that, that kind of helped out. And I think what we're going to do is we're just going to broadcast the live stream onto the backdrop. And people that are in person will just watch that on the screen. So that way the little videos that I make for the nominees can be seen by everybody. So I think that'll be cool. Way cool. Way cool. Way cool. Figure out how to hook up sound and everything to it, but we'll get that figured out. Yep. Cool, man. Yeah, we had a great time. And Mike, it was good to meet you for the first time. And I think um, you know, our friendship's only gonna get stronger after this. And you know, it was good to meet all the the people we met, not just the YouTubers, but um you know, meeting some fans too. I met a lot of fans and I wish I could remember their names, but I'll remember their faces. A lot of people come up and shake your hand. Hey, I watch you on YouTube. And that means, that means everything to me. Um, and I'm tried to make sure I was really intentional about looking them dead in the eye and said, that really means a lot to me. I really appreciate you. Because I really do. I really appreciate all of them. <laughs> now, maybe they thought, whoa, yeah. this guy's a little freaky. <laughs> you're making me laugh because you're talking about being very intentional, being very appreciative to them. And I was in shock when they said something to me. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? You actually know no, who I, was, I am. You know, and I was in I, shock, too. I told no. him, too. I was, like, I was like, how would you know me? I said, that guy over there, that's that's the catfish dude. I bet you know him. And uh, then, you know, I was like, hey, you know, Ryan Bort, he's around the corner. I was like, but you got to watch out. He's a prankster, that guy. <laughs> and uh, he was always, he was always, I was talking to people, you know, trying to support youth angling and give away fishing rods and, and reels. Uh, and uh, Bort's, Bort's would come around the corner and be like, you know, you're talking to a famous YouTuber? Yeah, that's <laughs> And then he'd run back. I'm just like, man, dude, you're so funny. And uh, then that I would see people stop dead in their tracks because mm -hmm. I was at like one corner of the show and there was a nice aisleway straight out from the, the entry escalators. Mm -hmm. So they would walk around the perimeter, you know, kind of like a crab, you know, walking around and they're like, we going in there. No, let's go to the next one. Are we going in there. No, we're going to the next one. And then they would stop, boom, mm -hmm. because they're like, that's Steve Douglas, the catfish dude. And, oh, yeah. and I loved it. I loved watching them stop right there. And they'd stop within feet of me. A few of them almost bumped into me. Uh -huh. And I'm like, he's an awesome dude. Go say hey. And they're like, you know him? I'm like, well, I just met him. <laughs> but everybody knows Steve Douglas, the catfish dude. And uh, they're just like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, get you some merch, man. I was like, or, or take a look. You know? I was like, he's got bank, he's got bank rod rod holders right now too. And they're like, okay. Yeah, that was a hot new product. Right? Oh, it was so. I gave two to Trish today. Uh, those who don't know, mm -hmm. Trish is my sister, and she didn't expect it. But I, I told her, I said, well, I got a hold of six of them, and two of them are mm -hmm. for you because sometimes. We use what's called a bank buddy. 
and you can mm-hmm. fit three rods on it. But if you mm-hmm. want to angle one a little bit too far to the right or angle another too far to the left, it's just mm-hmm. not real easy to do that. And you kind of make mm-hmm. a mess of yourself right there. Yeah. Where these you can specifically point them, you know, because it's just one rod. That's it. And so she she understood what I meant. And uh I I uh introduced her to Warrior Cat Rods. Don't know if everybody's familiar with those or not, but you talk Chris about Souders some used nice to guys. Mm-hmm. Nice guys over there. Again, all the vendors were just so amazing, so accommodating, so mm-hmm giving of their time and and their information um the warrior cat guys were telling me that they designed their rods specifically to help uh uh with uh fishing specifically with circle hooks now Hmm. uh, just just to go over it quickly if you have a rod that's just a little bit too stiff Hmm. it's not conducive to fishing with a circle hook because mm-hmm. the, the the rod doesn't load properly to assist the circle hook in seating itself into the corner mm-hmm. of the mouth. And I have a few rods that every time I'm out there and I'm like, darn it all, I forgot. And I want to fish with circle hooks today. I don't want to use these rods. And I do feel I miss fish because of it. So mm-hmm. they're talking to me about their tech. Now, that being said, Trish wanted a white-based rod. And I told her, I was like, well, this, this is a pretty beautiful rod. I, I'm going to go with it. And so today uh, I, we dropped it off and she was very, very excited and very happy. And good. But, you know, so there you go. You know, uh, the happiness from CatCon Kansas City stretched <laughs> even further today as CatCon Santa were passed on. So, yeah, but I, uh, I know we touched on a few things that that are are repeats from our previous uh, podcast mm-hmm. and and from our discussion with Spencer, which will be out here pretty soon. But uh, I just wanted to focus just a little bit more since, since, like you said, we had that chance to let it soak in, mm-hmm. to really sit back and look upon the fun that we had had, and mm-hmm. and maybe uh, maybe put a little extra spotlight on on some of those great people that we had met some of those cool experiences that we had had mm-hmm. with them and, and and at the cat con and mm-hmm. i'll have to admit i was getting some messages today from steve douglas and uh it, it was it was almost surreal and uh but i know i know that we had a good time i know that that mm-hmm. we're we're focused on you know, contributing to the catfishing industry in a positive way, making a positive impact. So it, it just told me that, you know, I was like, I really, I really want to chat about it, you know, for another hour. And, and here we are an hour and six minutes later and, <laughs> and I feel really good about it. And, yeah. and, I, and I'm thankful for the opportunity. That's what I told Steve. I said, I was, I'm thankful for the invite. I was like, mm-hmm. I appreciate you, you know, putting your faith in me, you know, uh, hoping that I would be, you know, a, a good ambassador, you know, of your of your cat conference team and mm-hmm. and and make that positive impact. And and uh, it, it maybe it was made a little bit differently than how it was first planned. But like we said, Kentucky is going to be 
busy and mm-hmm. there'll be a lot more people. I think <laughs> that the people of Kentucky are going to understand fishermen mm-hmm. swap maybe a little bit better than how this, you know, this area mm-hmm. was explained. And, and I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe it was, you know, like you said, maybe it was just hunting season. You know, I don't hunt, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I hunt in the I grocery store and I'm good, you, go. you know, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, uh, you know, it's, I think, well, I think a lot of things, but definitely, you know, once you, Steve is a guy that once he can trust you, you know, he's going to take care of you. And I, I know that he's, uh, you, you made a good impression on him, obviously. But I believe also what you said, look at that. Thank you for the, the super chat there, Hooks and Hammocks. We appreciate that. Um he said that CatCon was awesome. It was a pleasure meeting two uh, of you and the other amazing people. Absolutely. Same likewise to you, brother, and to your Absolutely. beautiful wife. Well, that being said, uh, Mike, it's uh, an hour and eight minutes. I'm sure we could yep. sit here and talk all night like we normally could. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're going to save the rest for next week. <laughs> nope. But uh, thank you, everybody that's listening. Remember that you can. Uh, see or listen to all of our podcasts this is week number 13 our podcast number 13 podcast we did 13. you got two two of them this week actually yep we caught back up <laughs> yeah but we yeah, we hope you enjoyed them uh we hope you're enjoying them and if you do uh you know make sure that you share them out you know help us grow and uh support us that way and then uh, again if you're watching the the broadcast of this, the recording of this later, uh, know that you can watch it live with the boom squad and chat with each other and ask us questions, which we've addressed a few of them uh, in the chat. You can do that by joining the boom squad. That being said, I'm going to pray. We're going to get out of here. Heavenly father, thank you for another awesome show. Thank you for my partner, Mike here. Thank you for uh, keeping us all safe at the catfish conference and, Lord, just making it a positive event overall and bringing a bunch of people together that I'd never met before. And I just thank you for all that good stuff. And uh, Lord, I appreciate the opportunity to do it. And I appreciate that uh, you've given us the privilege to do this when so many others suffer and don't have a chance to, to have fun like we do. We're really thankful for it. And we give you all the praise and honor and glory. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Till next time. Happy fishing.